you for tuning in to No Gossip, Just Talk. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. This is where we have conversation and get things off our chest. So sit back, relax, grab your snack, fill up your glass, and let's chat. Now before you continue, this episode may have some language that is sensitive or offensive to others. So, listen at your own risk. Welcome to No Gossip, Just Talk. Well, we don't gossip, we just talk. And for today's guest, we got Heavy Mac in the building. Yeah, we're shaking. Peace and blessings. What's going oh, on? yeah. Nothing much, you know, just trying to stay safe out here. And speaking of safe, how are you holding up during this whole quarantine knowing you have to be out in it? Doing good. You know, I'm wrapping up one, two condoms with every girl I visit. Um, <laughs> definitely staying protected, you know, wearing a mask on. And when I don't have a mask, put them in doggy <laughs> that is style. That's what I meant. <laughs> I put them in doggy style so they can cough and yell towards the wall, and, you know. No kissing has been the hardest part of this quarantine, but I'm I'm finding a way to power through. That's what we're talking about, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> what we t- what we talking about? Safety? What's what's more safe than wearing condoms? Okay, not well, kissing? let me use my words very wise. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very carefully. <laughs> okay. Talk to them. How are you doing during the whole quarantine lifestyle? You have to work. You have to be out in this environment so with me being an essential worker yes oh okay (laughs) you should have said that i thought you were talking about protection about to say you know raw (laughs) raw dog season is not in session right now oh my gosh first of all you you should be raw dogging people like that anyway (laughs) well listen what they choose to let me do with their vagina parts is their business (laughs) as long as their test is negative i'm positive to go so <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> um, but uh I'm doing good, man. It's it's uh taking taking everything one step at a time. Uh the essential work that uh she's referring to is I am a man of the law. Shout out to you know the black and blue, uh law enforcement gang gang. Um and it's it's just taking it one day at a time, making sure that I'm keeping myself healthy as well as you know my environment. So, um, you know, lots of meditation, lots of uh, food boosting immune systems, uh, things that I eat and uh, lots of rest, as well as taking all the necessary precautions um, that I that I have to do to make sure that I'm at my best so I can protect and serve the people. OK. All right. That sounds really, really good. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you. I actually have a few questions for you, but we'll start talk with that this talk. one. Talk okay. that talk. <laughs> All right. So knowing now what you didn't know then, what advice would you give yourself? I would sell myself at 18 before going to college. Be mm-hmm. comfortable. Be comfortable in your own skin. Fuck what everybody else think. Fuck what they fuck how they feel. Like just be comfortable in your own skin. Don't focus on the opinions of what everybody else thinks about you, what you do, how you move, how you live. That would be the only advice I would give myself, you know, is, and from that, it would stem to a better chain of events that would lead me down, you know, 
not penetrating certain vaginas, not taking certain jobs, not living certain places. But I would also, you know, I would be in a better headspace emotionally, mentally, and financially had I just keen in on that little nugget of wisdom of just being more mindful of uh, caring about myself and whatever, not what everybody else thinks of me and my own, and my own, own day to day. I'm glad you said that because um, as a woman, you know, I have breasts. Um, <laughs> well, duh. Well, I got breasts too, and I'm a dude, so you really ain't saying much. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying okay, okay, as, okay. <laughs> okay. Gotta choose my words carefully with you. You better, you better, you better. You no, better. so what I'm saying is, is that when you said being comfortable in your own skin, that right. was really good because I know, I know people, especially females who are not comfortable in their own skin and, you know, being their friend, I could tell them all day, you're beautiful. I'm not lying to you. Like you're gorgeous. I need you to believe what I see as well. And it's like people like that as a man, how would you, what would you say to women? Like, And I know with some men like that, but it's just from what I've uh, seen is um, I've seen a lot of women who battles with that more than I have men. So what advice would you say to women who are not comfortable in their own skin? Um, do, what, do what's necessary to be comfortable in your skin. And that could be indicative of, you know, eating right, exercising. Some people, I don't prefer it, but if... You have the means and the financial ability to go under the knife and make certain augmentations to your body and your person, whatever you have to do for yourself. Not like there is nothing about you. You should change for anybody else. Like I, I believe I'm a decent looking human being. You know, I don't have the, the six pack and the baby hair, you know what I'm saying? But I believe that I am decent enough as far as my physical appearance. Now what makes, what separates me from everybody else is I'm comfortable in knowing that I have what I like to call attractive conversation. So my intellect and the way that I speak, I believe that that's what makes me most presentable. So I don't rely on my physical. So if I come across a woman that's heavy on the physical, I'm okay with myself of knowing that she might not be for me. And that's fine. Not trying to be everybody's cup of tea. Some people can't handle your, some people can't handle your greatness. So sip from a different cup that you can handle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to drink from the life of me. I'm not begging nobody. To, I'm not begging nobody to take me off the shelf. I am self-aware and self-conscious enough to know that I'm dope enough alone. Period. And so what I would, mm -hmm. what I would, the information I would give women is whatever changes and stuff that you decide to do, do it because you want to do it because it betters your mental, your emotional, your physical, your health, your, your overall well-being. And if anybody in your circle that doesn't appreciate where you are and where you want to go for your own well-being and your own wellness, fuck them. That's friends, family, coworkers. Like it's I, I, I really promote the team of yourself because at the end of the mm -hmm. day, unless you like got a twin like me, you're born alone. You're going to die alone. All the decisions that you make are repercussions of everything that you chose to do. So 
do everything that works well for your benefit. You take gratification and satisfaction knowing that you are putting out the best version of yourself for you and you alone. Because if you try to appease one person, you'll try to appease two. If you Mm -hmm. try to do something for one person, you'll try to do it for somebody else. Just be dope. Be your own version of dopeness. Your dopeness shouldn't look like anybody else's but your own. And that's like, that That would be my biggest message that I would tell young women. Don't let these suckers on Instagram and convince you that, you know, you got to have the flat stomach with, with the with the booty that's popping out and the, you know, fuck all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'll take a girl with a little fupa, you know, because that's, that's what makes the vagina moist. You're pushing the fupa, it gives you extra juiciness in the <laughs> vagina region. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got to have the biggest butt, because if you got a big old booty, you got to think, how does she wipe that? Like, is she getting all the shit streaks out? So you got to gotta break it down in calibers of comfort that works for you. There's something yeah. for everybody. And if that works for you, that works for you, period. Agree. Totally agree. There's always someone out there for somebody. So that was really good. So what's something you feel people misunderstand about you? Uh, people who know me, they think that I'm very mean. They think that uh, I'm an asshole. And truth of the matter is, I'm the person that you hate to talk to because I force you to look at that miracle reality. Mm -hmm. Like, as a Black man in America, I understand the dynamic of how the truth has to be given to you. So in no way, shape, form, or fashion do I want the truth to be spoon-fed to me with applesauce and good feelings because Mm -hmm. because of what i look like i'm not afforded that luxury on a lot of in a lot of rooms so i give that same energy out that i feel i would want to get back to me and it's not being assholes because as a woman tiny i call her tiny by the way um he does (laughs) as a woman you can take into account that Right now you're doing your podcast and you're taking care of other personal ventures and you're setting yourself up to be a woman of prominent capital uh, greatness. And depending mm-hmm. on how you talk, most people will view you as a bitch instead of, right. instead of a boss. Right. But the truth of the matter is, if a man does the exact same thing, oh, he's a boss, he's not an asshole. So when it right. comes to people in the, in the personal world, if you tell somebody the truth, no matter what or what element you come at them in, you're always going to be preconceived as, oh, you're an asshole. Right. You get called everything but honest. You don't. You only get called honest after the fact. Never yep. or during. better. You get called being judgmental. Of course, but but if you're and I, every time I talk to people and I encounter them, I, I ask like, are you are you talking to me because you want me to listen? Or are you talking to me because you want me to respectfully respond? Because I, I have so much love for myself and I have so much to do for myself. I don't have the time to develop a level of malice forethought to purposely hurt your feelings. Because the truth of the matter is, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. They're your feelings. I have nothing to do with your feelings. Nothing. Right. My level of tact and how I say things, could it be nicer? Sure. But do I want it to be? No. I want you to know that it's coming from the strictest place of genuine concern and care about your well-being. So if you think I'm an asshole for delivering a, a manner of words that I believe that could better your situation, cool, I'll be that. But one thing you won't call me is a liar. Three, four months or right. three, four years from now, you can look back and say, well, why did you and 
have you ever stopped talking? Because he told me some things I didn't want to hear about myself. I look, for, right. I look for people like that in my life. Tell me, I don't need yes men. I don't need that. Tell me something about me that I can apply to my life to make me better. And if that, if you're not making me better, you're making me worse because contentment is the same as failing. No progression is the same as no progression is the same as backward progression. Sometimes you have to move backwards to go forwards. I get that. But the end game is always moving forward, never staying stagnant. So if you're one of my friends from high school that you're in the same place in life that you was 10 years ago, you wasted 10 years. And I refuse for you to exactly. waste any more time of my time. So I'm always around forward thinking and progressive people. And I would be less of a friend or an associate if I didn't want the people who I associate or hang around to not be forward in progression as far as being the best version of themselves. Exactly. I totally agree with that. I always say whoever is not helping me is harming me. And as and like you said, if you were in the same position 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and now you still in the same position, it's like, what the hell did you do all those years? Super you don't waste it all those years. Super fast. Or, no, or nothing. Super, but some- and, and like you said, if you, it's your circle, if you're around a, a whole, if you're around the circle who is so comfortable with you being stagnant, okay with you being the same person, ain't growing, ain't pushing yourself why are you around those people because like because contentment needs company is that you can't you can't for every all right the the analogy that i give is you're at a cliff right behind Mm -hmm. you is 33 343 million people which is pretty much the population of america 350 million and in front of you is like about 200 people the -hmm. 200 people that are in front of you are walking on air they're walking on clouds they're 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 doing what looks to be to the other 350 million the impossible and you're at this cliff of life and you have to make the choice when you ask somebody out there on the cliff how did you get out there and they said i just jumped now rationalization to tell you nah because it looks like i'm gonna kill myself and it looks like i'm gonna fall it looks like this like trying to apply your logic from your viewpoint and trying to look at where they are, you're asking them how they get there and they told you, you're not going to see the big picture until you take the leap. Exactly. You got to take the leap. Sometimes taking the leaps, yeah. you might you might jump off the cliff and you might be a couple of lower level than the people that's above you, but you're not staying in that same point of life anymore. Now it's all about elevation. Because you took the exactly. leap of faith, but now the next portion is to elevate higher and higher, to not get to the people where they had in the, that's walking on clouds, but to elevate beyond to your highest point and then you look back at that cliff of life for that next person that's watching you and you instruct them to how to get to their own version of elevation so they can either match or supersede where you are that's the process of growth that's the process of having people around you that force you to be better that force you to take a look at yourself and say how do i constantly elevate my level of consciousness to be the best version of me that is so true look at you mr yeah man you're so smart sometimes Sometimes. Did they ever say to you, Miss Mary Mac? Mac no, Mac. no, but I did. I did have a grown man scream, like started singing my name in the cafeteria in college. Like, heavy, heavy. I'm like, yo, dude, you are right next to the football team. 
Like, what are no. you doing? You didn't see Dream Girls? No, but I don't think... I know, right? You know, brought out I don't think girl. you as a man should be singing my name so loud in a cafeteria <laughs> full of people. Not with that song. Like, that's slow weird. Slow strange. That's all I'm saying. Slow, slow, slow bothering. So, it is what it is. So... You have your motivational um, video. Monday motivation. That you post. Yes. That you post on your social media page. And they're really, really Thank good. You. Very Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So I have a question because I want to dig in the background of it because it was always a, a starting point mm-hmm. of all of it. Mm-hmm. So what prompted you? What motivated you to say, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to start doing Motivational Monday. Um, I was sitting in class prepping for uh, the police academy and I would mm-hmm. hear people bitch about Monday. Oh, it's the start of the week. Oh, it's a Monday. Oh, it's so terrible. And I'm like, yo, my common response when people ask me how I'm doing, I always reply the same way. Still breathing. That's not still mm-hmm. breathing for the weekend. It's not still breathing for Sunday. It's not still breathing for when mm-hmm. it's still breathing because I'm still breathing. I still have the availability mm-hmm. to change whatever it is about my today for my tomorrow. So Monday motivation started sitting in class. And I just heard people complaining about it. So I just decided to, well, you know, we make a, a Monday motivational video. So I made one mm. and somebody hit me up that Sunday was like, oh my God, your video was so dope. I can't wait to see what you say tomorrow. And in my head, I'm thinking, I didn't plan on saying one tomorrow. <laughs> but I also live in the same world that if what's your, if your expressive art does, if it's helping at least one person, you owe it to that one person to do something. Because you never know how your actions can help somebody else's. So uh, I did another Monday motivation and then it just, the request and the thanks of, man, you don't understand. Like I was at like, you know, wits in about, I just hated everything. And I just saw your Monday motivation and something in there spoke to me and I'm like, God, but I'm like, I'm not even taking it. Like, it's just fun to me. It's just funny stuff. But I guess like what you do on a day to day, that's normal to you. It could be somebody's oh shit moment. Like this is what exactly. I needed. So I learned to not downplay even the small, the things that I think are small because they could be monumental for somebody else. That is so. So true. that just tra- that is so transcended true. to me doing it every Monday for the past year and some change. I don't do it December. I I, I developed a thing last this past December called Detox December where I just don't do any social media because, you know, I just think that Mm. that's healthy to kind of end your year in a manner, not worried about other people's opinions. You're going to come into January with a fresh perspective of, all right, here's what I want. Here's what I think. I want to enter my next year of my life, not on the opinions of what, how people are closing their years out, but how I want to begin my next. So to reduce Mm -hmm. the level of internet noise, I just detox off all social media and then I come back the first Monday of January with the new Monday motivation and so on and so forth. Okay. Well, 
the videos are definitely dope. And you just said something that actually, like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it resonated with me. Um, going back, you had said that don't downplay something that you do because whatever may be nothing to you could be very big to Absolutely. somebody else. And that just resonated with me because I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I, I believe that some people who are like me kind of like downplay themselves sometimes. Right. And it's like, why do that when it could be beneficial to somebody? Like, prime example, um, I've had somebody tell me, because they was like, why don't you write any more poetry, you know, regarding like relationships and things like that. And I told them, I said, well, I didn't feel the need to do that because I felt like I graduated from that. They were like, well, just because you graduated don't mean somebody else did. Don't Super just not facts. put it out. Super facts. And I was like, you know what? You are so right. You and it, and it gets you to that point to where it's like, you can't sit up there and say, oh, okay, because I graduated, there's no need for me to go back to it. That stuff is beneath right. to me. You can't say that. It's like, oh, okay, well, now that I elevated, now I need to go back since I'm in a better position to help right. someone. Now I could go back and share this information right. with them. And that's the reason, you know, of the podcast. Yeah, I have some funny moments where we do like funny right. stories. But I feel like when people listen to guests like you and other guests that I have and, you know, see what motivates y'all and let people, I want people to know that y'all get unmotivated, unmotivated too. You know, there <laughs> y'all have y'all have things that, you know, things happen to y'all as well. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's not always peaches right. and cream. Like, as far as myself, people think, oh, nothing ever happens to me. Oh, she's just so heavy all the time. I'm like, listen, I have that right. days. <laughs> right. I'm a story. But at the end of the day is how you deal with it. It's how you handle True. it. It's how you get through True. it. You know, we don't sit there and just mope in it. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. And when I feel unmotivated, I do this. Right. You know, some people will get, like you said, stagnant, right. comfortable. Some people get stagnant in that type of um, negativity. And they'll just stay there. They'll just ride the boat. And I'm like, why would you want to stay there? That shit is uncomfortable. Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, lack of progression is comfort. Some people find comfort in just doing nothing, but in any form, there's no such thing as comfortable growth. So in order to grow, you have to find comfort and discomfort. You have to be uncomfortable exactly. to get out of your comfort zone, to get to find comfort in something else that's dis like not comfortable. So in knowing right. that, I just, I really pride myself on like, uh, that's why I, I, I always go back to the idea of, you know, being honest and true to the best version of yourself, because the reality of it is your moves and your blessings won't make sense to everybody. They ain't supposed to. That's not their vision. That's not what that's not what God gave them. God didn't give them your vision. He gave your, your vision to you. So what might look like chaotic to you is not is not chaotic to me. It's simplicity in its in its right. highest and most genuine fashion. I don't ask somebody to support. I don't ask somebody to like voice their opinions on my visions. I just ask them to support it. As long as I'm not asking you for money, support me, because it it, it call, it's free. It's free to be positive for my progression. 
You're doing your podcast. You're not asking nobody for handouts. Hey, can you send me some money? Nope. You're doing everything on your own. It costs nothing to be positive for somebody. It only costs you something exactly. if, you're, if you're emotionally tormented and you're fixated on being miserable because, you know, some people prefer to be broken because being broken means they can get attention. And that's fine. I mm-hmm. dig that. I don't want the attention that you seek in no way. But if you really rock with me, if you really for me, if you really fuck with me, then progression is the manner of just being positive and just, you know, support me in the manners of what I do. As long as it don't cost you nothing, support you, support me. That, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Exactly. Boy, you got, oh man, you got me wanting Ooh. to talk today. <laughs> well, take your top off. Let's talk together. The top off podcast starring Tiny T and Heavy Man. <laughs> You said something that was super dope. You said you don't ask people to comment on your vision. And I see a lot of people, they will, they'll ask people to comment on their vision, but in a different way. They'll say, oh, okay, well, I vision this. Can you see it? And I'm like, why would you expect for someone to see your vision when it's your vision? don't ask somebody, can they see you there? The question is, can right. you Right, can you see? Like, I, I, I say it like this. Something I always say when I talk to people and about their vision and their goals and their, their, their ideals. Let's say, for instance, that whoever you believe in, whatever bigger power, uh, whatever bigger power that you believe in, subscribe to, whether it's, you know, God or Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, uh, whatever deity or whomever you pray to. If you're atheist, if you even give it to yourself, Let's say that you yourself and whatever powers it be writes you a letter. You can read this letter completely fine. If you show somebody else's letter that was given to you from your source of belief and they don't understand it, it's not made for them to translate. They can't read your blessings. They can't read your progression. They can't read your story. The way they read it is the way that you live. So your life is the reading of your letter out loud. Because you can't read it on paper. You don't have to. The way I live is your, that's how you read the letter out loud. You read it out loud through my actions. So in in knowing that and understanding that level of consciousness is like, I don't expect people to, I don't tell people my day to day. Just watch what I do. Because my day to day, Mm -hmm. I can't, I, I don't have time. If I had to translate my day to day to you, I'm losing time away from being the best version of me or doing what I have to do because I have to try to translate to you my vision that wasn't designed for you to live. My, my vision wasn't designed exactly. for you to understand. It was made for you to appreciate, support, or leave alone. One of the three. But you, I, I'm not going to... Sp- yep. I don't spend my days, you know, I don't... The, the saying, you know, I don't owe nobody no explanation. Involving my life because I don't have kids. Oh, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Um, because Thank I you. don't have kids, I'm only responsible for me. Period. My only mm-hmm. responsibility is my me, myself, and I. And as long as those three beings and those three entities uh, agree to coexist, I'm good. Whatever decision I make, I'm okay with living with and living in. Say no more. Say no mother freaking mo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. See? 
I'm getting him to talk hey, to y'all. Man, that's one thing I'm good at now. I can talk for days. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. heavy back, aka yeah. Mr. McClain. That's who. That part. So, <laughs> so, um, tell us. Tell us what you have going on, because you know you popular in these streets. You know you famous. Popular, and all that stuff. me. So, <laughs> you think so? <laughs> oh yeah. So tell us what you have going uh, on. I'm starting. I'm getting together my podcast. You know, get things up and running for me myself. Okay. Uh, I'm still chewing on the name, and when I know it, I'll be sure to divulge and get that information out to you. Um, okay. Instagram will have all that information on it. Yeah, my Instagram is Heavy Mac, all one word. It's set to private now because my new department, then with the uh, then with the fuckery. So you know, I can't really. I can, <laughs> I, I, I I can I can be free on it, but anything because I post memes and parodies and stuff dealing with law enforcement and you know the relationship between law enforcement and the public. Um. I try to, you know, be respectful of my departments and wishes, and I don't want to post anything with them on it, so I have to be more selectful about who has access to my Instagram, but most likely, you add me on it, I'll let you see it. It's up to you. You follow me at your own free will. <laughs> Just know I do be topless on that mug all the time. You might see some eggplants, you know, walking around from time to time, but I do it all in the name of love, creativity, and being my best sexy self. Um... But yeah, like doing, I'm going to get the podcast and everything up and running once I get settled with my arrangements as far as, you know, my new work schedule and um, get that settled out. And then um, IG, I try to keep my social interactions very limited because although I'm very public socially, I'm very private personally. And I don't want to Mm -hmm. have to, I don't need, I don't do anything for the recognition of trying to get a, a level of hierarchy and fame. I'm not good for fame. I'm too opinionated. Mm-hmm. I'm too outspoken. I would not be good famous. I would be miserable. But I do believe that I have a gift yeah. that provides the ability to talk to people. And in just talking to people, I give people a platform to feel, to normalize what they feel is crazy, what they feel is different. You know, and that's kind of what I want to promote, put, promote and put out there. I normalize what people consider crazy or what people consider to be different. We, you're not as alone as you think you are. There's somebody that believe there's somebody mm-hmm. out there in the world that can connect with you, that believes the way that you believe. And I'm just all about putting those pieces together. Love it. Love it. Well, I do appreciate you so much of course. Of course. for joining me on yeah. you know, Guys Who Just yeah. Talk. I really hope this would not be Me neither. Next time we should do it live in the same room so we can both be topless and have like, you know, a good old tongue lashing session on on live, you know, just to show the people it's real. Um, That way. Don't don't rain on my parade. Don't, don't, don't deprecate on my parade. Just killing all my hopes and dreams. Not happening. (laughs) And that is the Inside Scoop. Make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. I'm your host, Tanisha Javon. And when you check in with us, it's no gossip, just talk. Ciao for now.
What's up, guys? It's your girl, author Tanisha Peak, giving you the scoop on my most recent books. Why cry? Why feel like hope is gone? Ignoring the door to freedom, refusing to let it go. Why feel uncomfortable? No display of light to see. My visions blurred. Darkness only reveals before me. I'm walking in areas where shadows blocking my blind side like hands over my eyes, feeling discouraged with no energy to try. What's the point of encouragement? Already held hostage with no repentance and no forgiveness, like a disturbed woman who hates the world for no reason. Why should I cry? To release the pain? I've tried several times approaching my fears only to back down, shedding more tears. I feel like giving up and throwing in the towel. I believe there's no reason to find my inner strength or clues on how to find me. I have no belief in redemption. The unbelief worn is my... The Wounds from a Healing Heart For those who may not know me, my name is Corinne. My father was murdered and it left me truly broken. All I have left is my sister and mother. But unfortunately, my mother is not present. She's battling her own demons and the sad part about all of this, I hate her. Not only that, I hate me too. And honestly, I'm lost with no direction. To learn more about my life, read volume one and two, if only I had a home. Go over to my website at Tanisha Peak. That is T-E-N-I-S-H-A-P with a double E-K dot com and grab your books today. Ciao for now.